Hey, what's up? I'm with Graham. At oh, your I'm, I'm supposed to talk right now. Hey. Hey, this is, gonna be, this is gonna be a normal, so far it's not normal because it's kind of been, it's kind of been an awkward intro, but um, it's gonna be a normal podcast. I thought I was uh, calling uh, Bjorn for some uh, advice on what to right. six-year-olds in. You know, apparently um, people, uh, I've been told that people think that I do, all, like I'm just talking to myself on Twitter and I do all of the characters myself. As if like Bjorn and Rick and like they think, they think, they think everyone thinks I'm like everything. Man, um, that and, would be incredibly talented. <laughs> well, not really. It'd be incredibly talented if I did all the voices on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Like to do that many different things. Yeah. Anyways. So let's look at Fab. It's about 10, 20 p.m. on Sunday night. Um, I just did uh, the surf Fab quickly. It took me five minutes. That's got to, they got to, they got to um, synchronize those, uh, the time of surf and, and the rest of fabs. This is stupid. Like, yeah. It's super weird. I actually kind of find it annoying. It is annoying because yeah, like it does save you like five minutes. Like how much time can it take? Like once you've done all your, like the time is the research and, and all that, like, but it, each league in itself, once you've done the research is like five, 10 minutes. For the most part, I just take like our bids from Maine and copy them over to the surf. Yeah, and then you up them a little bit and you outbid me, like for Oscar Gonzalez. Yeah, that's exactly what I do. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's so stupid. <laughs> Fucking Dave McDonald. He needs he needs time. He's in like five leagues or six leagues or seven. Who cares? I'm in 36 fab leagues. I want it done beforehand. So fucking my partner Graham can't copy me. Anyways, let's look. Um <laughs> We got we didn't we didn't get we didn't spend a lot of money in our in our league. Let's look at let's look at the transactions. Fab results. Well, just to derail this thought, did you see that Jeff Zimmerman says that only four of the fifteen teams made bids in his TGFBI league today? Number one, Jeff Zimmerman's blocked me. Number two, I don't give a fuck about the TGFBI. Nice. So no. That, so to answer your question, no. That's why I brought it up. I thought I'd get a reaction out of you. You did. <laughs> So we got we got Jack Swinsky eleven to ten, uh, and then we got Zach Thompson. We got Zach Thompson uh, for eight bucks uncontested, um, and then we did bid on Jake Berger, and he was bought for fifty nine dollars by Chrysalis. Awesome. I, I guess a real man bids fifty nine bucks and not whatever we bid. We bid like thirty eight, right? 30 something. We weren't even the backup bid. So I guess whatever. What else went on here? Marino went for 62. Scott Barlow, who we assumed we weren't, we weren't going to get. We didn't really need him. He went for 163. We think we bid like in the 30s. Anything else relevant here? Not really. But So let's move on to um, player movement. So I'm going to go to the player movement tab and then I'm going to go to the full view and let's just see what people were doing. Um, I've already looked at my fab bids. I got a bunch of Zach Thompson. I got a bunch of Ezekiel Duran in the 12s. Um, when you're talking Zach Thompson, you mean the uh, Pirate Zach Thompson, right? Exactly. No. I mean the Cardinal Zach Thompson, who has a two-step. Oh, the Pirate Zach Thompson has also been good. Yeah. He's been all right. Like, um, let's share my screen here so you can take a look as you go along here. Can you see it? Yeah, I can see it. So what I do is I go to the um, stats and then you go to player movement. Yeah. And then I go, I go to the full view and then I sort it by 
team. And then you can look at what I've done just quickly. This is just sort of a, it gives me a summary of, uh, I can just control F. Wow, this is a great podcasting. Waxman. So this is what I've done. I got, looks like I got some Jake Burgers. Uh, I got a Bobby Dahlback. Um, got some, I got some more answer Anthony Dominguez. I got Dude, a, a shitload. pile of Ezekiel Duran. Nice. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 Ezekiel Durans, mostly in the, uh, the OCs. I uh, got two Luis Garcias on the, the Nationals. I got some more Oscar Gonzalez. Oh, nice. You got an Andrew Heaney, too. I got an Andrew Heaney uncontested in an OC. I got a Lords Guriel who was dropped. Uh, that's probably rare. I got, I won him 32 to 21. I got some Tanner fucking Hawk. Um, one, one, one uh, league I really needed him. I spent $121 and uh, I got him in the milk, Mike the Mouth. Um, got four of him. I got a bunch of Mitch Keller. Uh, some Caleb Killian. Got a, I bought a one, two, three, four, five, looks like about six Kirillovs, a bunch of Libertors. Oh, shit, um, you dropped Lane Thomas, hey? Yeah, who did I drop Lane Thomas for? Kirillov. Kirillov. This is, yeah, yeah. He was on my bench. Um, he must have been a strong team, I guess, if I didn't need him. Um, He's just getting hot. Yeah, I know. Um, I guess the couple guys that I know probably would tell me not to do that, but oh well. Um then Lane Thomas, of, that was the big Rob D guy. Yeah, well, the big Phil and Rob. Yeah, it's like that's that's who I was referring to. Like those guys um, would not approve approve of that. But yeah, you can't please everyone. I got two more Josh Winders. Okay, so let's look at um, let's see what uh, Casey Chai did. Let's because he's in lowercase. Dead. Let's see what Dead Money did. What was he after? Victor Reyes, like. Um, Tanner One Scott, he's got a Zach Thompson as well. He spent on Tanner Scott. Um, he was sort of all over the place. Nothing specific here. Um, let's look at who else do you want to look at? Kyle Higashioka, that's a sneak because uh, Trevino's got his wonky back right now. That's right. Let's look at Phil. What did he do? Um, Elvis Andrews, he's doing his thing. Uh, just like Edward Olivares. Interesting. Um, he dropped Moncada. Jesus Christ. Um, that's interesting. He dropped Moncada twice. Is that in both his mains? Yeah. Yeah, and he dropped Danny Jansen, two of uh, his boys. Um, but what was I more interested in seeing? Oliveris, because Mike uh, Curlin was mentioning that to me um, in for our tag team. Um, so I did end up putting some bids in for Oliveris. I didn't get him anywhere. But um, interesting that um, – Phil is dropping Moncada for Oliveras. That's but why. Very, that's very well. Um, Oliveras is on a rehab already. Yeah, but where's he going to play? Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's not something I would have done, but um, Phil is a better player than me, so let's move on. <laughs> uh, well, no, let, let's talk this out. Like, what is uh, is what's his face hurt? Is Isbell hurt? I don't know. I don't even know if it, is Isbell even like. Playing? Michael Michael A. Taylor just came back, and like Michael A. Taylor's paid and his God mode defense in a massive park. Yeah, Taylor's playing. Um, I don't think uh, Oliveris would take away playing time from T- Michael Taylor, despite the fact that Oliveris is probably a, a more talented player. Offensively, he is. I wouldn't say he's a better baseball player though. Uh, 
let's look at the oops what where's the lineup tracker where's this motherfucker there we go who benny and uh who's the other outfielder benny's not going anywhere no well maybe maybe phil knows more than us but i would like i would fuck dozier is playing where's he playing Phil's obviously already he's already looked into all this shit already. Dozier's been hurt. No, he hasn't. He's been playing. Well, unless it, unless his injury happened super recently. I think he's like he's he's not like IL, but he's okay. Like, so Taylor's basically know. played every day the last week. Um, Dozier was hurt for three days. Now he's back. He's basically he was hurt for three days, but he's been but he had played like thirty days in a row. Like he wasn't coming out. He's right yeah. like he's right field DH first base. Um, so who would fall out of this rotation? Maybe Carlos Santana would fall out. We're expecting that to happen, but they also have uh, Vinny P coming up soon. So that's that's what I mean. Like when I when I see that, I'm like, there's more players coming for those at bats. Yeah, and like that's that that was my uh, that was my fear with Dur- Jaron Durant too because they they've shown their hand. Like like Tampa Bay and with Bruhan and Oliveras and Duran. Like and like, unfortunately, Joe, Joe Adele has fallen into that realm, and that's why I've sort of I'm just giving up on them. And uh, it's usually it's usually been right the last like two or three years for me. Like, Are you finally taking the loser lap on Joe Adele? Yeah, I am. I dropped him in pretty much pretty much everywhere. I'll take my loser lap on Joe Adele. Like uh, it, it was a temporary loser lap. Now it's a final loser lap. Loser lap. They just don't they don't respect the Adele. And, yeah. uh, and they don't respect the Oliveras, they don't respect the Bruhan, and they don't respect the Duran, and that's it. I'm done. Well, that's sad. Quad A players, I guess. That's what. That's just kind of what Oliveras seems like to me. Or, like, he needs to go to, like, Pittsburgh. I don't know. Um, okay, so let's look at what else people did. Who else do we want to look at? Um, let's look at Vlad. Okay. Let's see What's Roto he seeking destroy or something? I don't know. Roto got um, Ronnie Garcia, Graveman, Cal Rally, Victor Reyes, um, cheap ones. Um, hold on a second. Fucking Cerebro always changes his name, so I can never find him. He's now all the um, – he, he used to be all the Moneyball names. Now he's all of the um, – what's it called? The show with Bate, Jason Bateman. Um, Ozarks? Yeah. Do you watch that? I didn't watch that. No, I, I watched the first couple of seasons. Um, let's look at uh, let's look at Slack's teams. Um, Outlaw Josie Wales. So there's Diego Castillo, Carson Kelly. Okay, let's look at his other team. He names them all the Sing It Fossey. He added Bruhan, Diego Castillo, Bobby Bobby Dahlback. Um, hmm. Infinite. Who's that? Um, these are all Slack and oh. uh, Slack, Slack and Sackett. Infinite Laughter, Carson Kelly, DD, Nola. No, oh, he dropped Abby, hey? Dropped him? That's what I, yeah. Abby, that's what I was texting you earlier today. Yeah, I, I think I, I don't think I have any of him. So he got, no, he, I, was text, oh, I was texting you about the dynasty. We got to drop him there. All right, all right. Tanner Hawk, he, oh, they got, they got Tanner Hawk 89 and 85 in one of the mains. Um, that's pretty good. Yeah, and let's look at twenty-nine to eighteen on Kirilov too. Let's, let's look at Rob, Rob, Robbie D. Um, Lane Thomas. He bought Lane Thomas, Jake McGee. It's 
in that one. And then his other main immortal, uh, McGee, Michael Taylor. Yeah, McGee's a Rob guy. Um, do you have many more? No, that's uh, Toby. Yep. Toby yep. got uh, Diego Castillo, Sir Anthony Dominguez. He, he won him 17 to 17 in the super. Nice bid there. Um, bat flip. Let's look at his other ones. TGFBI, who cares? Um, Sir Anthony Dominguez, Jake McGee. He got Brady Singer in an OC. So he's, he was chasing saves this week. Um, Rob bought O'Neill Cruz in the online. Cal Rowley, Nick Lodolo. So he's, he's, he's buying some stashes. Who else do we want to look at? Who else do I usually look at? Let's look at CTM, see what he was doing. CTM's getting, he got a Bobby Dahl back on brand. Uh, Steele, Kirillov, he got a Mitch Keller. Stahl, he was sort of all over the map. Who else? Let's look at Posma, JP. He has a lot of teams. Oh, JP's dropping um, Moncada too. Interesting. He 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 dropped Mancata for Michael Franco. Why is this just, why is this surprising me so much? I don't know, because we both like Mancata coming into the year, and he's dropping Danny Jansen also, and he's dropping Eduardo Rodriguez. Kikuchi, Walker, Walker eh? Bueller, he's dropping Walker Bueller, which makes sense. Do you start Kikuchi on this two start this week? No, I don't know. I don't have any of them. He got he bought Tanner Hawk. He wasn't, he wasn't spending up for him, though. He bought him pretty cheap, so it looks like he only put in small bids for Tanner Hawk. He's buying O'Neill Cruz. Um, let's look at... Let's look at DuPont. DuPont was... Uh, oh, yeah. Winder, Berger, Carson Kelly. I like this. Carson, a lot of Cal Rally, Berger, Kelly, Lodolo. These, these, these are my kind of ads here. Winder, Winderberger. Abraham Toro. Yeah, no, Toro's not my kind of ad, but the rest of them. They got a big, they've got a big week. Seattle this week. He spent big on, he spent big on Burger, which could be good. Let's go to, um, who else? Let's look at Sox. Tyler Jung. Tyler Jung's buying Edward Oliveras in the main event. Interesting. He's buying Jake Berger, Kirillov, Jake Berger. He's all over Jake Berger, uh, Tyler Young, or John, whatever. So, yeah. So, let's look at the main event. Let's just sort it by condensed and look at the main. Uh, so, let's see who was in on who. So, Marino, Jake Berger. Jake Berger was the next most purchased player in the main event, aside from Gabriel Marino, but in 45 leagues. Maximum of one of 111, minimum of 16. I have the second lowest winning bid of $20. Looks like Baseball Fury's bottom two. A lot of socks you'll see here. In the, anything that ends in socks, the team name is Tyler Young, Tyler Jung. Looks like Jeffrey Erickson bottom, Chris Liss. Yeah, let's let's spend top eight fifty nine. Oliveras, let's okay. Let's see who was in on Oliveras. Dead money, 
Casey Cha, Phil, Phil, um, Mike Mager, Bronx win. That's Mark Winoker and uh, Mike Mager. Hmm. Looks like the Sharks are in on Edward Oliveira. Quahogs, too. That's, uh, I think, Japinka. So, Libros, this is littered but with, like, uh, with really good players. I don't recognize all these team names, but uh, a lot of good players are in on Oliveras. So, I don't know what to think about that. Uh, looks, let's see what else happened here. What about Jack Sawinski? Who's buying Jack Sawinski? Love I did. Him. We we did. Yeah, love him. All right, that's about it. I don't remember. I don't. I don't really recognize any of the other names here. So, Franny, that's uh, what's his name? Um, Zimmerman's partner. Mm. Uh, AJ Puck. It's used buying AJ Puck. This is a spec play. I don't know. I don't really. Gene McCaffrey bottom uh, in my main event looks like. Um, who else? Is Tanner, like, how many? How often was Tanner Hawk was available? Oh, he was only available in that one league. That's where um, I think Nick, uh, Nick and Brian bought him. Freddie Peralta was bought twice. Nick Cassavetes, uh, my boy, in, in my main event, uh, rebought uh, Freddie Peralta. I think uh, Cerebro dropped him. Seven bucks. What's that? Seven bucks, eh? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably fine. I don't, I don't know if he'll hold him. Mitch White was bought, which is kind of a, a weird one because um, Heaney's coming back. So, I don't know. Um, what, about, what about Zach Thompson? There. Who bought Zach Thompson? Who was in on him other than us? I got him twice. And Emmett Rulin got him. Uh, Andrew McQuiston. Shout out to Andrew McQuiston. Yep. A lot of these other names I don't recognize. So, yeah. Mitch Keller. Mitch Keller was Mitch Keller keeps getting added and dropped, added and dropped. Who's taking him? Posma. Good, good mix of people. CTM. Yep. That's Modica. All right. Anything else we want to look at? Do you want to look at the high stakes? Sure. High stakes. Uh what's what's going on here? Well, Berger. Jason Adam, Dio Castillo. Let's look at who's buying burger. Koi hogs. I think that's, I think that's Jupinka, I think. It says MTM. Yeah, it's Koi hogs, like the M, uh, Mike DeMalco ultimate. His name, he teamed, he's named oh, his, that's the name. Gotcha. And then DuPont, Jung, DuPont. Um, let's go back to all game styles and let's look at the most, the highest bids. The biggest bid this month or this week was Tim Anderson. He was added in two leagues. Um, just main event qualifiers, so no overall competition. He was dropped in two leagues, which was kind of dumb. Yeah, Steven Strasburg, but why? Steven Strasburg was added 46 times. Um, biggest bid was $389 in an OC. But why? I don't know. Who did this? SAC OLC. Sack well, Ken Magner, crazy that guy. Um, he was in my auction in Vegas, good player yeah. too. He spent a lot of money on Steven Strasburg. Did you watch or see any of the start? No, Oof. 
Yeah. I mean, it's his first start back, but, like, he did not look good. <laughs> yeah, I saw some of the box score to that in the spot. It looks fucking horrendous. And, uh, yeah, I know Strasburg was a pure avoid for me all draft season. Zero shares on, like, over 100 teams and zero pickups on all my fab teams. All right, so um, let's look at some of the let's look at some of the um, rotations going forward and, and what we're looking at in terms of like what um, what pitchers we're interested in. All right. So oh, let's, I see you just highlighted him. I was thinking about him. Who? Yeah, where were you starting? You start. We'll bring it up. I was thinking about Jason Alexander. Let's start um, in Detroit. Let's start in Detroit. I don't know why. I just want to start in Detroit just because it's where my notes are. So Detroit, um, this is how the, this is how the rotation maps out. So the first, um, you'll see that this was the past week. And then this week coming up, they have seven games. And they're going to start with Ronnie Garcia on Monday, who was picked up in a bunch of leagues uh, this week. Uh, he's got two starts, Chicago White Sox and Texas. Um, Eduardo Rodriguez was potentially going to come back on Sunday. That's not going to happen anymore, right? So uh, that rotation is going to get shifted. So mm-hmm. he is was supposed to have one more re- rehab start. He could start next Sunday at Texas, but I don't think that's going to happen anymore. So really, like, he had a nice schedule. Um, uh, he was supposed to get Texas this week, then Arizona, then Kansas City, then Chicago White Sox, then a two-start at Kansas City and Cleveland. So that's good. Um, he probably would have been worth 50 to $100, and I think his price probably would have been depressed by Mike the Mouth. Um, like, I don't really see why he would have been much different than Steven Matz or Drew Rasmussen in terms of like what he should be. He should have been triple digits, but um, the news came out right before. So he wasn't, he was basically dropped in some places instead of added. So um, looking at that schedule, um, this coming week, Alex Fajardo gets the White Sox. And then next week, he'll have the Red Sox. Um, and then the week after, he has the Giants in San Fran. And then uh, the week after that, he has two start. He has two start week: Cleveland and Chicago White Sox, uh, and then at Cleveland. So those are pretty much average matchups. And uh, he's had a pretty cake schedule so far. Um, his schedule so far has uh, included two Pittsburghs, two Clevelands, a Minnesota, an Oakland, and a Tampa Bay. Um, so I'm 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 looking at uh, the schedule for all these teams like up until the All Star break. So what is that like four or five weeks? I'm looking at. Um, mm. The only good thing about Texas, or sorry, is the 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 Tigers is that they get five ga- five games in that short week, the All Star week, because they're playing two games at uh, New York. Um, looks like a makeup game in Detroit for, uh, against the Yankees, and then they got three at Seattle. So basically, everyone in that everyone in that rotation will throw a game that short week. So that is a bonus to having the Tigers pitching staff on your team is that. Uh, if you want to hold them until then, that sh- that short week, the All Star week, you'll get your guarantee to start from everyone. And uh, the teams with five games that week are Houston, Detroit, um, Yankees, Yankees. Um, actually, sorry, my, my bad. They get four starts. They get, they got they, they get Oakland in Minnesota. They get Oakland for two in Minnesota for two. So I was lo- I was looking at Houston with the five games. So Houston has five, Detroit has four. So you'll likely get you'll likely get a start from all your guys. Like, like Fredo is a top four pitcher on that staff, so you'll likely get a start from him. Um, Oakland has five games. Um, Texas has four. 
but most have three. Dodgers have four against San Francisco. So that's something to note. Um, let's go on to Boston. And one guy you were talking to me about was talking to me about was uh, Rich Hill. Yeah, I was w- curious. Like he's got a matchup this week. Oh no, it's Seattle, not Oakland. I don't know why I had him. My- oh, no, no, that's Oakland. that. That was this past week. So he got there. It is. Oh, he's got yeah. He's got Oakland, and then yeah. and then Detroit. That's what I was looking. And then he's got yeah the two step the following week with Detroit and Cleveland. And yes, I was just thinking like if Eovaldi just went down, like maybe they're going to look for length from their starters because he usually is a horse. Right, and um, will he? Yeah, he'll, he'll still get a two start no matter what, even if they end up pushing him up for um, Evaldi, right? Because they have a day off on Monday, so they could potentially move him up a day, Rich Hill, to Wednesday. Yeah, maybe. But, uh, I think I think this week's. The schedule is kind of weird with them bumping Alvaldi. Yeah, but it, it, that's not going to affect Rich Hill. Rich Hill is still going to get Oakland regardless, and he'll still have a two-start week next week. Um, Detroit and Cleveland, so that's nice. Um, I don't know who they're. I don't. I really don't know who they're going to get to fill that spot in the rotation. Like, I don't think it's going to be Tanner Hawk. He just like got a save today, so um, he's not going to be able to go. Like, he's not going to be able to really give them any length on on Wednesday or Thursday or whatever. Um, when do they when do they need somebody in that rotation? They need someone, yeah, you know, on Wednesday or Thursday. You think they'd uh, spot start? What's his face? Who? Oh man, not Brian Bello, the other one. Uh, Connor oh. Siebold. Siebold. Mm, I was looking at him. Isn't isn't there like a couple like a guy that starts at W? Like which? Oh, Walter. No. Hmm. No, dude. There. I don't know what they're gonna do. They don't really have anyone that's like really you'd be interested in from a fantasy perspective. But um, Pavetta's got a nice two-start this week. Oakland and – well, St. Louis is tough, but Oakland's good. And then he's got Cleveland, so. Um, oh, that's right. Connor Siebel just came back from the IL and AAA with a bicep or a pectoral thing. Yeah, so I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm not super interested in Rich Hill. All right. Got some nice matchups. Like, I think you're more interested than I am. Yeah, he just always seems to get, like, six strikeouts. And okay, and you might set your ratios on fire, but let's look at Baltimore. So Baltimore, the Bradish has got a two-start week. Toronto, Tampa Bay, like um, I don't think that's too interesting. No, I'm not interested but in that. Dean Kramer is in the rotation for now. I oh, mean, he's the only Israeli, I think. No, wait, that's not true. There's more Israelis anyway. John, P- John Peterson is is Israeli, I think. Is he true Israeli? I have no idea. I know he. T- I know like he played like on Team Israel at one point. I'm pretty sure when he was like younger, mm. or at least I know someone that played with him. Um, but I don't know. Why'd you say that? I don't know, man. Because I know stupid shit about baseball players. Yeah, yeah Josh. I, I, Josh Winkowski. Yeah, that's who I was thinking of. That's who you were thinking of. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, fuck. Yeah. So you know what? Um, Grayson Rodriguez is dead, right? Yeah, that sucks. You know, you, you know who you're going to see real soon? Is D.L. Hall. Hall. D.L. Hall. That'd be sick. He's going to be up in, like, with, with Max Meyer kind of hurt and Grayson Rodriguez kind of hurt. And, like, who are we waiting on? Like, and with, like, O'Neill Cruz and Kirillov already, like, in the player pool and, like, getting bought up this weekend, D.L. Hall could be the, the, the next big money spent on guy. Like, who else are we waiting on, really? 
Yeah, when they're prospects, you'd like to fab. Do you call them like bilfs because they're boys you'd like to fab? No. All right, sorry. Maybe pilfs, like prospect. I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to say the like the boys thing. That's that's a Bjorn thing. The mil, the mil, the milf is all right. Man, I'd like to fab. I think that's that's um that's acceptable. But like bilfs, no, <laughs> it's not acceptable. Um. Mike so, yeah. Bauman, remember him? I like him as a prospect. Yeah, I want to see Deal Hall come up. He's throwing, he's throwing, he's throwing gas, and he's striking out a lot of people in, in the minors. Um, he might be a little bit under the radar because of Grayson, and um, he might, he might be a, he might be a, a guy that could be worth it. But then again, Baltimore's kind of sucks. All right, Indians, just going to the Indians here. Um, Holy shit, yo, dude! I just brought up uh, Deal Hall's. Triple A stats. Yeah, they're good. Uh, he struck out 43 guys in 26 innings. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Uh, I, I heard they wanted to bring him up uh, alongside Adley and um, and Grayson altogether. That never happened. Grayson's hurt, but I think you're going to see D.L. Hall pretty soon. I think you're going to see him before, like, Vinny P. Um, I think he's the next – I think he's going to be the next big one. Like, Dean, Dean Creamer did okay today. But yeah. – um, all right, let's look at Cleveland. Um, Bieber's got a two-start this week. Next week, Pilkington, uh, uh, Pilkington has two starts. Not this week, but the next week coming. He's got Minnesota and Boston. And he's got Colorado this week. So of the people that are on waivers, like really – Aren't they Aren't they in Colorado? They're in Colorado, yeah. Yeah, I want nothing to do with that, man. Obviously, yeah. That's so a, Pil- Pilkington and- probably got dropped a lot this week, I would I'd imagine. But then the two step, that's like that's murderer's row. Like both those offenses are going right now. Yeah. Brian Buxton. Buxton's fucking nuking. But put put your yeah. Jesus. Yeah, he was one of the most dropped players uh this week. The the most dropped players were Kittridge, Royce Lewis, obviously Danny Jansen, Jacob Junis, and Connor Pilkington, Zanino, Bueller, Strowman. So, yeah, a lot of those guys um, make sense. So, Pilkington is, has not been helped. Um, his two-start week, it doesn't look good the following week. And um, he has then he has the Yankees at Detroit, and then he has White Sox in Detroit two-start. So, are you really going to hold them for, like, five weeks to get that one? Well, you got to hold them for three weeks to get Detroit and then Chicago and Detroit. So, I don't think it's, I don't think it's worth it. I mean, you got to think too. If Savali comes back, they might stick him back in the spot. Yeah, that's probably the, the most relevant point you can make. So, yeah, he's not worth holding. Um, let's look at Philadelphia. Let's go on to Philadelphia. I'm just sort of randomly skipping around. Uh, Suarez had the two step. He looked bad. Um, so, what you will see next week is they have eight games, and. Um, I, I think you will see what's his face. Our boy get a get a spot. Billy Falter, yeah, yeah. Billy Falter is going to get called up. He'll get a spot start probably. Um, uh, Dominguez was getting picked up, and um, Knebel, uh threw like a game of catch today, and he says he says he feels okay. So they're 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 playing it down as not too serious. But Sir Anthony Dominguez has been really good, and he was picked up uh, last week, and then picked up some more this week. What do you think about Brad Hand though? Because he's got the experience. Like, do you think Brad Hand could be sneaky, like the sneaky play if Knebel's gone? 
I mean, if Girardi was still there, it would be Brad Hand. <laughs> who's the new? Uh, who's the new manager? I don't know. You've got to think like they got rid of Girardi because he did dumb shit like that. The the I'd like to think that they just do matchups, right? Sir Anthony's clearly the best armor they have going right now. So Eflin looks like he's going to get um, Miami, and then he's set up for like I think a two start at Texas and San Diego. So Eflin's got some pretty good matchups. He wasn't really available in many spots. Man, now that I think about this, like it wouldn't surprise me, like just looking at this bullpen and how fucking shit it is outside of Sir Anthony. It wouldn't surprise me if like Brad Hand and Familia get some saves. Yeah, I don't know. That's so bad. Yeah, that's why I wouldn't have spent a lot of money on Sir Anthony because he's the best one, but is he going to be the closer? I doubt it. I mean, like the, the Mets used Edwin Diaz and did they hey, in the eighth today? Was call, me cr- call me crazy, but what did they do last year? Ranger Suarez was the closer for a period of time. Did they go back to him? If Well, we're making, we're jumping, we're jumping a step that Canelo's not okay, which he doesn't seem like he, he doesn't seem great, but Ranger Suarez fucking sucks as a starter. Do they go back to him as a, as a closer? Maybe Philly just don't man. It's such a yeah, and we don't know bad the ten- organization. We don't know the, don't, we don't know the tendency of the manager either. They don't have like they, they don't even have anyone they could call up to take the spot. No, they're bad. What about Hans Kraus? I kind of like Hans Kraus, but like it's like I don't know. You're gonna stick him in there like he's sticking Bailey Falter. It's like he. You're hoping for a five and dive, and then you're you're into your fucking shit pen. All right, uh, Graham Ashcraft was one of the most added players this week. He was yeah, added. I love, in- I love Graham Ashcraft. Right. So let's look at the Cincinnati schedule. Um, here's how it lines up. Here, so Ashcraft gets Milwaukee this week, so then San, then at San Francisco, then at Chicago, then a two start Mets and Tampa Bay, and then at St. Louis. So those are not great matchups, and he's on a bad team in a bad ballpark. So I was not interested in him. There was better options for me. I don't think I even bid on him. Fair. Just because the schedule, the schedule is so shit. However, counterpoint. Let's go. I think he could actually stick in the pen just because he's really talented. And he does let stick in the pen, stick in the rotation. Okay. And he does everything that you want a starter to do, which is throw really hard and get ground balls. Oh, I agree. Is Mike Miner on the IL? I don't know, but like Mike Miner might fucking might as well be himself masturbating tomorrow and be out for the rest of the season. And then Ladillo, Ladillo's coming back. No, I do agree that he could stick in that rotation. I just like. I don't know if I can hold him, and you, I don't know if he's usable, really. Like, are you using him in, um, like against Milwaukee in – what's it felt? What's it called? What's their park called? Citizens Bank? Or what's this? No, Cincinnati? Milwaukee's Miller Park, but they changed the name. No, no, it's not, it's not in Milwaukee. It's in Cincinnati. Oh, Great oh, American. Yeah, Great American, yeah. 
are you really using him in Great American against the Brewers and, and Yellick, probably the best player in, in baseball and Christian Yellick? <laughs> That's a tough matchup. Yellick's going to take him yard like twice. I'd uh, I'd look at the weather patterns from Rudy. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Rudy Gamble. Um, I don't know if the if the winds blo- if the winds blowing in off the river there, and uh, I'm totally talking out of my ass. Like he, I don't know. Just watching him, like he throws really hard, and people have a really hard time hitting ball near off him. I I like him. I just I just don't know if he's gonna. I don't know if I can use him for like the until the All Star break. Because in, are you playing him against in, in San Francisco? In Maybe. San Francisco, yeah. Okay, fair enough. And then you got um, at the cut in the cup at uh, at Raybrook. Yeah, that's I'd, a tough. T- I'd, I'd start most people against the Cubs right now. Really, Cubs have been a tough matchup, like especially in Wrigley sometimes. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. I think so. It feels like it at least. And then you got um, Mets and Tampa Bay to start. Yeah, like I guess these are okay. Like they're not. They're not like it's not like Murderers Row, but like. And then at, at St. Louis, it's not a good. That's not a great matchup at all. You're probably right. There are definitely better options, but I just wanted to defend my bias. No, I like him too. I just um like thinking from a like a practical standpoint. I don't know if I really want to like. I like taking those chances. Usually don't work out for you. Like those two start weeks and like the, the fringe guys. You really like. It's almost been better to start with like a, like a solid reliever like a Yon Duran instead of stuff like this. Like. That's like the, my gut feel that's been going on this year. Right. Cause a team like Cincinnati is probably not going to get the win anyway, or they're not going to get the starter win. Maybe. Um, maybe. Let's go to Casey. This is, a, this is an interesting one. We could talk about this for a bit. So, Casey, Brady Singer's got two great starts um, this week. He's got at Oakland at the end of the week, and then he starts off like at San Fran. Um, and then Bu- Bubik's got San Fran. So Bubik and, and uh, Jonathan uh, Heasley, those are two interesting guys. Like Singer obviously is now like he's owned and you're going to start him this week. And then um, he's got great, great matchups. He's, he's got San Fran and Oakland, two starts this week. Then he gets then Oakland next week, then at Detroit the week after. Then he's got Houston, so you might sit him there. And then he's got another two-start Detroit and at Toronto. So basically he's a smash play for four of the next five weeks leading to the all-star break. So Singer was – Singer's – like, I actually added him one more time. I've been on a lot of teams. He's going to be – like, I'm hoping that he's going to be very valuable over the next um, month or so. Um, Lynch. People are liking Lynch. He's got – he's at Oakland, and then he's at uh, LA Angels. Then he's got Texas, and then he's got his two-start Houston and Cleveland, and then he's got another two-start Detroit and Toronto. So pretty good matchups with uh, – two times two starts leading to the all-star break. I think he's a hold because he's basically all like universally rostered, but he's just, he's just sucked. Like he's been bad. Yeah, Lynch is Lynch is so up and down. He's got good matchups. He's got good matchups. So you're, he's not like, I think if you have him, you're holding him, but like, I, I don't know. I like him. Bubik. Bubik's interesting. He's got, he's got to start at San Fran and then he's got, at LA Angels and Oakland two-step. So that's a good matchup. Then he's at Detroit, good. Then he's at Houston, bad. And then he's got another two-start, Detroit and Toronto. So they've got like a they've got a pretty full schedule. So these guys are getting both the like all these um KC pitchers are getting two two-start weeks in the next five weeks. And they've also got like Detroit and Oakland mixed in there. So you got three or five really good matchups. 
You can't start him at Houston. Um, the last two starts that he's thrown, so like the like he's he's had two recent starts where he's been back in the rotation. He's throwing the changeup a lot more, um, more than he ever has, like forty or fifty percent of the time, and it's been his best pitch. But like he's overachieving. Like if you look at Savant, he's overachieving like the expected metrics. Um, so I guess I'd value him and Lynch pretty similarly, um, like over the next little stretch. I was thinking about that as you were talking. The uh, the changes that they made, and it seems like they're doing the same thing with Jackson Coar, but and it, it's it's a shift from throwing the fastball to throwing more off speed stuff, which is basically what all of Major League Baseball has been doing. It's funny how far behind the Royals are. But Bubik hasn't been fantastic. But it's like funny he's, given, he's of, given me a bit of hope with all. I, my I liked I liked Bubik the most coming into the year. So did I. And uh, that didn't work out. No, it didn't. I I would have liked Singer the most, but I was afraid of his health. Like all throughout DC season, he like he ended the season hurt. He ended last season hurt, so I wasn't sure about that. That's why I sort of avoided him. But then I, I fabbed him on a bunch a bunch of the, the fab leagues. All right, let's look at the Angels. Angels. Anything else you wanted to add for KC? Uh, no, not really. Other All than, right. like, it seems like their pitching coach at the major league level is a moron. But. <laughs> so if you see him get fired, then, like, let's go giddy up. I've already giddy up on Singer, and I've already giddy up on Lynch and D.C., so I guess I maybe can add – or not, Bubik. I guess I can add Bubik in some – Bubik was in on my on some of my strings this week for, for Fab, but I, he just never – like, I think I had, like, a $2 bid on him and, like, everywhere. I just never – I never needed it. Um, Angels, Detmers. So he's got the Dodgers this week, then KC, then the White Sox, then Miami, then Houston. So, like He's basically barely playable, I think. Like, Dodgers, no. KC, okay. White Sox, probably not. Miami, okay. Houston, no. So, like, he's got, like, two maybes in the next five weeks, and he's not even going far, and he's in a six-man rotation. Fuck it, right? Like, I don't know. I, you got the no-hitter. You, you, you sat him for his no-hitter, so you got all that, and that's it, right? He's been decent in his last two starts, though. How far, is he, how far has he gone? In, how far has he gone in those starts? Like, how many innings has he thrown? Four innings total. <laughs> no, I think he's gone like four innings in both of them. Okay, yeah, so he's not going that far. Lorenzen, he has Seattle, then KC, then the White Sox, then Baltimore, and then Houston. So you don't want to start any of these guys against Houston, but those are decent. Those are actually decent plays. Like Lorenzen, I guess is like whole, like he's got some. Seattle, KC, and then Baltimore. So three of the next four weeks is pretty good matchups. But again, he's not getting any two-start weeks. Sandoval has Seattle, then Seattle, then Baltimore, then Houston, then Dodgers. So he's got three good ones coming up. And then he's got two two of them, two more starts against Houston and Dodgers you might want to sit him for. Yeah, Sandoval looked great tonight. What was his final line? I didn't see. I was doing fab. Oh, good question. I don't know. He gave up a couple of runs. Uh, J.D. Davis took him deep, but... I saw that. That was the two runs before I stopped uh, tracking it. Let's look. That's the... He went six. Eight hits, two walks, eight strikeouts. Took the loss, though, probably. Yeah, he took the loss. Yeah, still got an ERA under three. The whip's, the whip's a little bit of an issue with him, though. But he's been very good. Maybe hopefully it gets better. He's got some, he got three good matchups coming up. Um, Minnesota. So Minnesota's got two or three players returning from injury this week. 
It looks like Joe Ryan is they, what they said is he's going to go Tuesday or Wednesday. You got Chris Archer with the two steps starting uh, tomorrow. Um, Ryan's supposed to go Tuesday or Wednesday. And if gray is also expected back um, early in the week, which they said gray would slot in on Wednesday because that's what or he, he lines up based on the last time he threw out, he threw. And that would mean Ryan would go Tuesday and that would push Bundy and Smeltzer back to the Arizona series, which is good matchups. Um, and then Fangraphs has Winder pitching Sunday against Arizona, but that's far from certain. Like they're, uh, they've been doing six man, haven't they? Yeah. But like Chi Chi, has gone. Cole Sands has been okay. Um, but they got three guys coming back, right? Like, for, I think- man, for the way this goes, like if you are starting Winder, like getting more than three innings would be a win to me. I'm not going to start Winder this week. Me neither, but like I'm just saying if I started him. So if he goes. My expectation would be to get like three innings. They got a nice schedule coming up. Like, like they got Cleveland, Colorado. Um, it's also it's, it's it's almost impossible to predict. Schedule like in general is fantastic. Leading into the break, they got 32 games from between now and the break. Seven of them are against the White Sox, but all of the remaining games are Arizona, Seattle, Cleveland, Baltimore, Texas, Milwaukee, and then Colorado. Not in Coors, Colorado in at Minnesota. So. I think Winder's a priority stash, and Smeltzer is interesting as he likely gets Arizona this week. But I wouldn't, yeah, start, I, but I wouldn't start Winder this, this week. I agree with that. Yankees, Joe Ryan, too, if you can get your hands on any Joe Ryan. He'll probably not. I was not able to do that. He wasn't yeah. available anywhere. Yankees in Houston, no point of view. Like, those are just, like, they got their five-man rotations, and that's, it is what it is, I think. So none of, none of those guys are available. And I think you're pretty much like he might have some starts at decisions there, but I didn't really look into it because those aren't like, uh, it wasn't really a fabbing um, thing for them because they're all owned. Do you think the Yankees would do the phantom DL thing for someone like Tayo? I don't know. Do you? Just to, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like more of a Dodgers thing, but like the Yankees have stupid arms waiting in uh, AAA that like probably need a start or two in the majors at some point. Yeah, like who are you thinking of? Uh, Waldachuk and Wisniewski. What about Clark Schmidt? Yeah, if they stretched him out. He, I t- he's, prob- he's probably ahead of the other two. Well, the Chuck's been crazy good. I, I took him on one DC, the actual the bat- Battle of the Pods DC. is the only one I just took him in. I don't know why. I just felt like taking him there. I wanted him on one team. Um, yeah, around, he, around 50, he's been really good. Um, I think he struck out like 11 in his last start in AAA yesterday. Or it might have been like nine. I don't know. He struck out a dumb number of players. Yeah, he's got dumb strikeouts. Yeah, let's move, let's crazy, move, let's crazy move change up. Anyway, let's move over to Oakland. Um, Oakland, Cole Irvin, he's got KC and then KC again, and then the Yankees, and then he's got a two start Toronto and Houston and then at Houston. So like after his Kansas city and Kansas city weeks, he's like unrosterable basically leading into the break. Um, but like, is he worth, like, is he a two week rental desperation play? This is too late now because fab's over, but I don't really like Oakland starters and avoid them. It's a bias. Yeah. 
So Koning, what's this guy's name? I've never even Jared, heard of that Jared, guy. Jared Koning, will he stick? He's got Boston and KC to start, then KC, then Seattle, then Toronto, then Houston and Texas to start. That's a note for me. That's a hard yeah. note. Where did he come from? No idea. Miners. Yeah. Know. That's a hard note. Oakland sucks. Those matchups are not great. Like, are you really – I don't need him. I don't need him for his two-start this week that he's probably going to light my ass on fire if I put him in my lineup or even put him on my roster, so no. I wonder when they trade Montas. Me too. I'd like for that to happen. Caprielian. Mm-hmm. He's got Boston. That's not good. Then he's got a Kansas City and Seattle two-start week next week. So you could have stashed him for next week. Then he's got Seattle, and then he's got Toronto, then he's at Texas. Do you want to hold him for the decent two-start week next week? Probably not. He could probably get him cheap enough next week. I didn't I didn't buy any of them. What, Oakland and LA? What? He said he's he's got a two-start next week. Seattle and Kansas City. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong thing. My bad. Yeah, we're yeah. Blackburn. Blackburn, I was trying to get Curlin to drop him. We ended up not dropping him, I don't think. Um, I did drop him in my main event that I'm in first place in, and I did drop him in a bunch of other 15-team leagues. Um, I think that um, you you got what you – you got your unborrowed time with him. He's got Boston this week, which I don't want to start him. Then Seattle next week, which I guess is okay. He did okay against Seattle before, but I think he had like five walks and two strikeouts that game and somehow like managed to shut them out over a couple innings. Then um, then he's got a two-start at Yankee Stadium at Seattle. So I don't want to I don't want to touch that. Like even though he gets at Seattle in a two-start, I don't want to touch him in that Yankee Stadium match. Then he's then he's got Houston, and then he's at Texas. So it's bad, like borderline, like the two start, like the two start in the Yankee Stadium is bad. Um, I'd only start him against Texas. So you're, you're, even, even still, they're like looking pretty good lately. Yeah. So I, I think overall, it's like if you look at those five matchups, it's bad, borderline, the two start, but with the Yankee Stadium, then bad, and then borderline. So he's a borderline hold, and you can barely play him. And sadly, he sadly he's a, like there's a chance he's like their all star representative, so he might line up like with a decent start like coming off the all star break. But um, all these guys are guaranteed starts in that short week, though. That's the only good thing. Like that all star, they they got five games in that all star short week, so that's one good thing with Caprielli and Blackburn, Irvin, and who knows if Koning sticks around. But Blackburn, like I think he's. I think he's very fringe rosterable, even in 15 team leagues right now. I could be like on my own on that. Yeah, you kind of won me over on this here. I hadn't really paid much attention to him. I knew he'd be really good. He's yeah, he did really he did, good. He was really good last time. He threw, threw eight scoreless but, innings, but he's not striking people out. He's not really, he doesn't really, he hasn't had a really good whip in like since the first month of the year. He's got a bunch of wins against like shitty teams. Um, I don't know. I, I think he's, I think he's overrated. You said he walked five in his last start against Seattle. The start against Seattle that he won, I think he walked five. And he's got Seattle again. Yeah, which Seattle's tra- Seattle's not a, like a Seattle's a pretty good matchup. That's a trap. What's a trap? 
Oh, just like if they're seeing him that well. He's walking guys. They get to see him again. I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not too confident with him. So I don't I don't like plays like that. Let's go to Tampa Bay. Springs, he's got Baltimore. He's pretty much owned everywhere. He's got Baltimore, then Pittsburgh, then Toronto, then Boston. Then he's got a two-start Boston and Baltimore. So that's pretty good. So if you have Springs, like he's got a good schedule. That's probably one of the things people saw when they bought him um, a couple weeks ago. He lined up for a good schedule. So let's talk about Patino because right now there's like the rest of them are great. Like McClanahan, Baz, like we're, we're confident with like going forward, like he should turn it around. Rasmussen is great. Kluber is what it is. Right. So like, that's a pretty solid rotation as it is right now. And they're, it's a pretty normal rotation for Tampa Bay standards. But what about Luis Patino? Hurt himself right see, away. I could see them doing something crazy with him and Baz. Okay, so here, here's here's how it lines up. So they got they have a double header on what day is that? July second. So they'll need an extra pitcher for that day. Just the way it works out, they'll they'll need they'll need a sixth starter for July second. So he he was in the, what was it the, the the circuit league, which is rookie ball. He threw one inning on July on sorry on June sixth, and then he threw two more innings yesterday. But he had five strikeouts and no runs. That's the that's the Florida Complex League rookie ball. So say he goes again on the sixteenth of June, and then the twenty second, and then on the twenty seventh. So that would be like whatever his five day rest. That lines him up to start for that day on on July second, but that would be at Toronto, and then if, if he start if he does start that day, if if they do bring him in for that July second start, which is kind of soon, he'll be facing the Blue Jays that day, which is not good. And then if he continues on his five day rest or whatever, he'll be at Cincinnati and then versus Boston. So he he could also be a bulk boy, and that's yeah you're right that is B O I bulk boy. Um, and, and if spring does well, like, um, if springs does well, it would be questionable if he even like gets into that rotation, the schedule gets nice in the second half. And if he sticks, that could be good. But like, I don't know what his usage will be and like what that rotation looks like, but there's a, they got a, the Tampa Bay's got a whole bunch of like KC Detroit Baltimore games after the break. Yeah. I think he's a bulk boy. Yeah. He's probably it just makes boy. too much sense with how they handle their young arms and how they'll want to build them up and kid glove them and they'll optimize matchups and everything. He'll get like six to nine outs at a time. Probably. I wonder if he was fabbed. I wonder if he was a milf this week. Let's look because I had him in a bunch of my strings, but I wasn't like, I wasn't, he was like near the bottom. So I never, he was sort of like Bubik. I never got him. Hmm. Uh, Patino. He was bought 18 times. And a bunch of main events, actually. Um, Rob Geis bought him in uh, the $1,500 auction. Um, oh, Frankie bought him twice, hey? Oh, Rob Silver is all over him. He bought him in four leagues. Rob got him in the Platinum, the Ultimate, and two main events. Is his team name Canadian style? Tyranny, yeah. Oh, never mind. I read that as something else. What did you read it as? It's not air airwaves appropriate. Like oh, and yeah, this show is really airwaves appropriate. I read Canadian style tranny. 
Oh fuck! All right. I was uh, like, what? <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's a good, that's a smart pickup. I think it could be a smart pickup, um, or it could be, or it could be a bulk boy. But I think it's smart because in a week or two, Patino is going to be like seventy five dollar player. So yeah, he'll be the the hot hot young thing on the block. Yep. So I don't know. Um, it can, it's, 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 it's a long-term play for sure. Like, I don't, I, I think this is a play for like, you're pretty much not going to get a lot of good use out of him until after the all-star break. So he's going to be, he's a tough, he's a tough stash, but it's a smart way to get ahead of things because. He's yeah. Look at, look at the bias. Hey, he bought him for like 11 bucks every time. Yeah. His, his bid was 11 bucks every time. That's not bad. He dropped Walker Buehler too. Smart, play, smart drop. He, oh, he dropped Josh Winder and Walker. Those are two tougher drops for him. Anyways, um, let's look at another team. You going to Texas? Let's go to Texas. Um, don't drop Gray. He gets Detroit next. Then. Philadelphia or Washington, not sure yet, depending on how the rotation shakes up. Then KC, then Baltimore. So he's got a very nice schedule heading into the break. Hearn and Dunning both have like pretty much the same schedule. They line up at Houston and Detroit for a two-start. So decent enough two-start, like that Houston could ruin you though. Then they get Washington, then at the Mets. It's not terrible, but not great. The only thing really to look at in Toronto, wait, Let's, you asked me about Kikuchi too. Sorry, go ahead. Do you like Taylor Hearn? I did, um, but um, I haven't. I was I was monitoring really close to the beginning of the year, and not I stopped monitoring him because he just was just not good, not good. So I've been having. Yeah, I don't know what to do with him, especially in like DCs. Like he's gonna have to like he's gonna actually have to show me some good output for me to start looking at the inputs again because only got so much time. Gotcha. He's just uh, not getting length. Like, it doesn't feel like anyway. He's just girth, no length. That's right. Turns a girth pop, boy. Pop can. <laughs> <laughs> so, would you say about Kikuchi? He's got. Oh, just like like when we were looking at people who were getting fabbed, and like I was uh, looking at Kikuchi in a couple leagues, and Kikuchi's I was like, got Milwaukee at Milwaukee this week, and then he has Tampa Bay the next week, and then he's got a two step. Oakland and Seattle, which is not bad. A little revenge game there. And the week after that, KC. So he ends off like, I don't know. I don't really, I'm never a fan of Kikuchi. I think people are looking at the, hoping the, like, like, I sort of wonder, like, people, the people that were on Kikuchi, like, are you able to predict velocity increases? He's just so fucking inconsistent. Like, I, I have such a hard time with it. Like, like he has a two-step this week, right? It's like no, New, New York and – he doesn't? Oh, you're right. Sorry, I'm looking at – my bad. Yeah, he does. Baltimore, New York. Like, for all I know, and as a Jays fan, like, watching him, like, he will give up six runs against Baltimore, and then he'll strike out 12 against the Yankees. <laughs> I don't know. That's just – that's purely your Jays bias. Um, but, like, if you, if you own him, you're starting him. Right. Yeah, you kind of have to. 
Yeah. You want to look at you want to look at uh, Rudy Boy's uh, thing? Yeah. What's What's Rudy say about Kikuchi? On the right tab here. Sorry, this is my this is my internet connection. This is not Rudy's problem. Okay, let's let's search him. Kikuchi. What the fuck? Kikuchi. He's pitcher number twenty nine, which is good. He's He's basically right behind Dave Dunning with his two starts, right behind Montas and the KC starts. So he's definitely a start in like almost any league, according to Rudy's uh, projections. Hmm. So, which is not surprising. Well, these projections eliminate my bias, and I don't like that. You wouldn't believe who his number one starting pitcher is this week. Garrett Cole. Cole. Yeah, that makes sense. What, what I do, what I do, and this why this is sort of great for Fab is I look at like I just keep going down this list, and all these players are basically owned. And I'm like, okay, is there anyone that's worth that? Would there be anyone that's a MILF on, on this list? Mike Miner, Cincinnati. He's got at Arizona and Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Is, that, is that correct? I don't know. I think it is. Let's see. Let's see what I have. The one thing he didn't have was he didn't have Caleb Killian at all in here. Um, and we'll get to that in a second. Uh, where are we? Cincinnati? Yep. You know, he's, oh, yeah, oh, you got him in there twice, Ru- yeah. Ru- Rudy's right. So that, that is surprising how high Mike Miner is on this list. He's the, he's, the, he's, the, he's the 23rd pitcher overall, including relief pitchers. He's behind Knebel. Well, pro- projections love Mike Miner, though. They always have... Right. He, stri- he strikes people out, and he, he always has stri- struck people out. So, like, as they're moving forward, they're expecting more strikeouts. I'm just right. expecting him to get hurt because he's always hurt. Yeah. Uh, so let's look at um, Chicago Cubs. Justin Steele's got a two-start, San Diego and Atlanta, which is eh. And then Kyle Hendricks also has a two-start, same two-start. Um, Stroman's hurt. That's a shame. And then you also have um, Wade Miley, who's hurt too. So Wade Miley, I believe, would have started Wednesday. So that's an open spot. And I have in my spreadsheet Caleb Killian starting on Wednesday um, against San Diego. Kelly, he did he did okay versus the Cardinals, which is a tough matchup. I love him. All right. And then they got Swarmer, and then he's got a two-step the next week at um, Pittsburgh and at St. Louis. So, again, it's sort of like a Kikuchi thing. Like, if you own them, you're probably starting them to take advantage of that Pittsburgh matchup. And then the week after that, you have, he has Cincinnati in um, – nope, I'm wrong. He has Boston in, in Wrigley. And the week after that, he's got at Milwaukee. And the week after that – He's got Baltimore, and he's got a two-step, Baltimore and the Mets at home. Yeah, I just think he's he could be really useful. He's got good command. Hopefully he doesn't walk too many people. And How hard does he throw? Uh, not super hard. But his, his velo's like up, I think, this year from where it used to be. 
That's why, like, when um, remember when we talked to Lenny Melnick, friend of the show? Yeah, friend, I friend, asked, and friend in real life too. I asked him about uh, if he'd been if he went to the finals game because Caleb Killian pitched in the the finals oh. game, and he went on a a rant about how you didn't have to go to the finals game and how great the AFL was, which was cool. But I was hoping that he would have given some insight into that pitching performance because I'm pretty sure Killian pitched amazing in that game. Should he pronounce Caleb Killian? I don't know. I doubt it. What do you, what do you think he would say? He would say, <laughs> I don't know, man. Cal, Cal, Cal Killian. <laughs> yeah, it's like something like that. Um, Swarmer, um, he's got San Diego, then he's got a two start Pittsburgh, St. Louis, then Boston, and then Dodgers and Baltimore. So I don't know. Not too interested in him. Justin Steele. Has got Pittsburgh, and then Cincinnati, then Milwaukee, and the Dodgers, and the Mets. So I don't know. Dodgers. Speaking of the Dodgers, Mitch White's probably done, and he's back replacing Bueller. It looks like. Hmm. Uh, Where is Dodgers? I like Mitch White. Uh, Caleb Killian threw has ninety five on his fastball. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty good. So it looks like Heaney could line up for Cleveland if, if, he, if Heaney comes back on Sunday, which Fangraphs has him in, which would mean Mitch White's done um, if, they, if they stick with a five-man and Kershaw stays healthy, which are both big ifs. Um, so he would, he would line up Cleveland, then at Atlanta, then San Diego, then a two-start, uh, Colorado and Cubs both at home in Dodger Stadium and then at the Angels. So it's pretty decent. Anyways, he's all he's, he's widely owned. When did you say Andrew Heaney was coming back? Sunday? Fangraphs fan has him Sunday. I don't know. Like they're often wrong. So I don't know. Okay, yeah. He's lining up for rehab start on Tuesday. So yeah, five days after that would be so check Sunday, out. yeah, yeah, it, it, it could happen. I saw he was supposed to go six innings, I think, on Tuesday. I think he's pitching well in his rehab too. Yeah, ten Ks and in seven innings, no walks, four hits. I don't, right, I don't know who that's against, though. He might be. He might have thrown some of that in a ball, but whatever. Let's look at your boy Milwaukee, Jason Alexander. <laughs> yeah, I'm the Jason Alexander guy now. I guess. So he's got at Cincinnati at um, Great American Ballpark, as you yeah. like to call it, this week. And then he's got the Blue Jays the next week. And then he's at Tampa Bay. Then he gets a two-start Chicago-Pittsburgh, which is good. And then he's at San Fran. So you're going to hold him for three weeks for the Cubs-Pittsburgh two-start? Yeah. <laughs> really? I don't know. <laughs> I, only, I only brought him up because of his name, man. Like, it's oh, fucking okay. George. Yeah, I, I get it. But is, yeah. um, is he good? I have no idea. <laughs> he pitched well today, didn't he? Or did he get shellacked today? Oh, I haven't seen this. I haven't, I haven't looked at today yet. Like I, when I brought him up at the start here, I wanted to know if you knew anything about him. I looked at I was, I was looking at that game, and well, it doesn't look good. Even if he pitched well, I don't think, like, given his schedule, I wasn't interested in him. Um, let's see what he did. No, he didn't pitch today. Oh, when did he pitch? Yesterday? He pitched recently. What the fuck's going on here? No, he pitched today. He went 4.2 innings. What am I looking at here? 
Oh, is it? Did they have a doubleheader today? No. Sunday, June 12th. He went four and two thirds, gave up 10 base runners, one earned, two strikeouts. I am not interested in what George are we, what, Costanza. Oh, fuck. I'm looking at the wrong game. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, George Costanza is a pass, man. Yeah. Okay. I see the game. Couldn't he couldn't go that one, uh, one extra out to get the win. Any, any any other teams we should be looking at? The Mets are pretty much the Mets. Yeah, they'll get Scherzer back and uh, DeGrom's coming back too. <laughs> yeah, sure. See, uh, Colorado, pointless. I don't. I didn't even map out their schedule. Don't care. Um, Arizona, Luke Weaver. He yeah, paid, we were talking about him. He threw today, right? Yeah, three innings. Um, Vlad's article said he's going to get a start in Minnesota this week. Well, that's rough. But no, well, it's not in Minnesota. It's actually in Arizona. It doesn't matter. Yeah, Buxton. Man, sex that, pick, sex pick that, Buxton. That whole lineup's going nuts, man. They like, yeah, wild. So then, Larnock, Larnock looks good. Yeah. So if they are they on, they're on a six man or a five man, these motherfuckers. They got Mad Bum, if and if they keep Weaver in, they got Gallon, Zach Davies, Merrill Kelly, like. Maybe Tyler Gilbert gets knocked into the rotation. I don't know. So let's 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 assume that they go on a five-man rotation. He'd line up at Minnesota on Saturday. Then one, two, three. Then he'd get Detroit the next week. One, two, three, four. Then he'd be in cores the following week. I lost track. But then he'd either he might have a two-start with San Fran and Colorado in Arizona. So that's not too bad. So it looks like he has one good matchup at Detroit and then potentially good matchups um, the fourth week. And then maybe, maybe good matchups fourth and fifth week. Maybe he's probably, he's probably got a two start somewhere in there in the fourth or fifth week leading up to the, the all-star break. Yeah, I'm not overly interested now that you put it this way. Just just, just, be, just because of the schedule. So it looks like he has two good matchups. One would be um, Detroit in Arizona, and the other would be a two-start week um, with some combination of San Fran, San Diego, and Colorado avoiding course. Yeah, that's not bad. But like, it just it's hard to hold them when you don't know what kind of length they're going to get. Yeah. What's the injury on uh, Humberto Castellanos? No idea. Never, he was in that never, rotation. Never, yeah, I don't know who that guy. I don't even know who he is. Never heard of him. He's related to Jason Alexander. Is he? I don't know. <laughs> and that other I, guy, I, who is the who is the Oakland A? Coning. Coning. Yeah. David Coning. Sure. Oh, I don't know. David Cohn followed someone today that was in our chat. I forget who. I think it's Curland. David, David Cohn followed da- Curland. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. David Cohn's like a legit MLB person, isn't he? So is Curland. Oh. Cool. Athletic. <laughs> Blue checks, man. 
You know, it, it, like I was listening to the athletic podcast. It's actually a good, it's actually a decent podcast. And like I was, I was running and then I didn't have my earphone. So I was just listening to it like um, whatever. Um, so like just on my phone and anyone could hear it if they walk by and then somebody walked by me and like, what are you listening to? I'm like, oh, I'm listening to the, like the athletic um, podcast for the, for the baseball or whatever. They're like, Oh, the athletic, like I listen to like this, like other like podcast for like, like pump workout. And I'm like, no, no, this is like, the athletic is not like really athletes. This is like, this is like the opposite. This is like for fantasy baseball. This is like for nerds and that don't work out. And then <laughs> it, just, it just made me realize how like in a little bubble we are with fantasy, like the, the average person that lives on my street, like has no idea what the athletic is. Well, the, the athletics just like sports journalism. Yeah. But like, like I guess the average person, well, this person had no idea what the athletic was. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, like I think like everyone that we talk to, it's pretty like notable. But like, I don't know. Like, just, I'm not trying to shit on it. But just I'm just trying to. My point is that like we're like in such a little bubble in our fantasy world that. Um, I think the fantasy world's definitely more niche than the athletic as a general entity. No, that's for sure. Like they were bought by the New York Times. Maybe this person was just clueless. Probably. Yeah. Or like, how old were they? Fifty. Yeah, there you go. I think most younger people would know what the athletic is. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you know, you'd have a better shot. You better better shot at that. Um, any other teams we need to look at? I'm 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 I've gone through my notes. I don't have anything like is Seattle. Seattle didn't seem interesting to me. To like, basically, it is what it is. You're starting most of those players. You're starting Gilbert. You're starting Ray. Unfortunately. Um, flexing like these players are either owned or you're starting so there's really not there's not really much actionable there do you are talking out of my ass no you're probably right there what was san fran um junis just went on the il yeah he did a hammy hey Cobb's on the il um i didn't map out this rotation i don't have it mapped out here but um like Rodon, you're starting. Webb, you're starting. Wood has a two, like has a nice two start week this week. You're starting him. Yeah, Wood, you're definitely starting. Um, they got some decent matchups, but I don't know who's going to fill in, um, in that rotation. Yeah, I wonder. Sam Long's been pitching. I don't know what kind of uh, length or girth he's been giving them. Uh, lots of length, no girth. It's just because of his last name, Long? That's right. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't even know who who they'd have to call up. Did that uh that guy with the J and the E's and the the whatever in his last name ever pitch in the bigs? I think he did a little bit. Oh Sean Hegel. Is that his name? I don't know who you're talking about. I'm yeah, that's it. That's who I'm talking about. There's a J in Yeah, the tall the tall dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like he, he he was pitching at a point. I've never heard his name said. Sean Hijel. Hijel. Sean Hitchhiker. Maybe he gets some starts. I don't know. We gotta get we gotta get Rick Poundstone to pronounce that name. Rick won't even know. I kind of it's kind of weird not having him on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we gotta bring bring Rick back. Yeah, it's it's like off putting. To like we, not need have the, we need the audio intervention and interjections and I don't know. 
some strange uh, commentary about what he's doing with his horse and his fucking water burgers. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, now we're um, on Jeopardy, Graham. We're on Jeopardy. You made Jeopardy? No, I'm joking. Oh man, I kind of got excited there. <laughs> well, how would we play? It's only just it's just us. Oh, I, I guess we have. I, we we could potentially have a surprise guest. Should we message Rick see if he's up? Yeah, see if he's up. Let's Rick's see. not up. No way. Eleven thirty, Sunday night. He does. He doesn't. Rick. Rick doesn't. Uh, he doesn't do men that he'd like to fab. No, he he just does. Um, he just does DC. He just does men. <laughs> he doesn't fab them. <laughs> I think that's it. You got anything oh, else? That's all good. Yeah, for this, like, do, do you want to talk about the dynasty stuff, or like, probably nobody wants to hear about it? No, but who cares? Let's talk about it. No, you're right. you're right. No one cares about this, but let's might as well. It's at the end of this, anyways. Yeah, yeah. So that that one dynasty league, it's in first place. Really? Yeah, man. Look at it. I keep. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good team. Yeah, I keep, and the other ones in like third or fourth, and I think if we. Uh, Reach one. Reach out to some people. We might be able to. Uh, Are you talking about diamond ballers? Or, the other, uh, or, or um, pair of threes? This one's in first. Like okay, diamond ballers in first. Yeah, yeah, diamond ballers in first, and then pair of threes. You can probably get into like second or third or something. I just need to trade for some holds and stuff like that. Yeah. So what do you what do you what are you suggesting here? So, like, that guy who traded, who sent the proposal to trade Jose Ramirez for Riley Green and whatever else we gave up. I took that, I took that deal. Yeah, it was a great yeah. trade. What was that trade? I, I, get, I got J-Ram and I gave up, was it Riley Green? Was it Klenick as well? Let's see. Transactions, history. This is what, this is what like a 15, 16-team league. Tanner Houck, Bobby Miller, and Riley Green for Jose Ramirez. Looking back on that, I like it more than I liked it when I did it. Oh, yeah, I told you to do it. Yeah. You had to do that. I think so. I, got, I let it sit for a while. Like I could have taken it back. But like I, I really like Bobby Miller. I think, he, I think he's going to be up this year as well. Yeah, he will be, especially now that uh, Bueller's hurt. Yep. Um, we'll see him this year. But um, and Hawks good, but like if he's not he's not as valuable in a dynasty league if he's gonna be a relief pitcher. It's also it's just like the the replacement, like the the floor of this league, like because there's so few players started that like getting the studs, like it, it makes more sense. Like the, the- J Room is actually better than I like I was looking at him, he, like when I like when I had that Jeopardy question for Alejandro Kirk being like uh, the only one of the only like six players with a K minus walk or like a positive walk to strikeout rate um, season to date plus steamer. It was yeah. like J Ram, um, Kirk, um, Bregman, Soto, um, maybe like one or two other guys I forget, but like I didn't realize how I didn't realize actually the play discipline. To play discipline of J Ram. 
might, and I think he might be like he might be having his best season yet. Yeah, I saw things saying that he was kind of lucky in how hard he was hitting the ball, but that might have been a Todd Zola bit. But he he was very quick to like not say he was discrediting him, just that he might be a little bit out over his skis on bad ball metrics. Right. Yeah. So what are, we, what are we doing here? We got to make some sort of trades. I was just going to say that the guy who also traded J-Ram, he's clearly rebuilding. He has uh, Zach Wheeler. Do I, is that something that I need? I, oh, yeah, I need quality starts. You need quality starts in Ks. What team is he? He's, uh, I think, Corpus Christi. All right. Let's, let's make him a fair offer. Let's make him a fair offer. Let's see him fucking on it. Yeah, there he is, Wheeler. So let's... What else do I need? So if I get Wheeler. So the thing the thing that I was playing around with was Wheeler and Sir Anthony. Do I need holds and saves? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so that, you need holds. I think Sir Anthony won't be that difficult to get from him. Is there any okay, that's that's fine. So let's that's go fine. next. Let's go next. Let's see what I want to give up. What would he want? So, like, one of the hottest names in the prospect world right now is Ezekiel Tovar. And I don't know. I've seen people throw around, like, Tovar could be Tim Anderson and Coors. But, like, he's a prospect, man. I would dangle Tovar. Uh, What if I just offered him Trevor Bauer? I don't think that does it. Mm. I think you're the only one who thinks Trevor Bauer. You and... uh, Andrea and Andrea are the only ones who think Trevor Bauer is still going to pitch in the bigs. <laughs> <laughs> I think he will pitch at some point. I, I I don't think he's pitching this year. I think he will at some point though. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Dro- I, I'm not. Dro- I'm dropping him to redraft. I'm not dropping him in these dynasty leagues yet. Anyway, yeah, I think I think that's defensible. I just don't think anyone's going to trade for what him. What if I? What if I? Th- the thing with this league is if I inherit Wheeler and Sir Anthony Dominguez. Yeah, I have no room on my major league roster. I have to like, I I need two spots on the major league roster. Right. So you do. You I have none, none, to... of, none of these guys can move to the minor league because like all my MLB guys, like I can't even. That's the problem with this. Like I can't even move Chris Morrell into the. Yeah, league. you've got you've got no flex. So I need to like I need to like give him like two young studs. So what league. what I was thinking because I looked at this a bunch, was that you do Christian Javier. Okay. And then you do something like um, you could throw in like Emilio Pagan or just like, it doesn't matter. They're going to be a cut. Is Pagan going to be, yeah, I guess Pagan, like is, so what do I even want Sir Anthony? Like is, I guess because I, I'm so loaded up on saves, I need holds, but then. You're in last and holds more than likely the best that you can dig out of this is like two or three roto points, but you might need them. The trades for Wheeler, like I, I don't right, also get throwing Pagan. He's not going to want Pagan though. Yeah, but he probably doesn't want Sir Anthony anyway. He'd probably rather have Sir Anthony than Pagan. All right, then take them both out. Make the trade for Wheeler. If, yeah, it's just going to be less enticing for him if he's like giving up Sir Anthony for Pagan. Yeah, could so, just, we, I could probably just find something on waivers. Yeah, just take those two out then. Make the trade about Wheeler. So right, then so with Javier, you do like, you could do like, some, what about Kalenic? Yeah, Kalenic or Tovar or 
Like I would, I would almost do like Kalenic and uh, I think Kalenic gets done to be honest. Really? Yep. Kalenic and Christian Javier for what Zach Wheeler, he's not contending. Zach Wheeler is like old. I think that Kalenic is still like a huge name value prospect. I think that easily, I think, I think he accepts the, the deal for so a, a non-contender with Zach Wheeler would trade him away for Jared Kalenic and Christian Javier. Really? Yeah. I think you need a third piece. I don't think so. Do, like, so you think it's a good trade if I get Zach Wheeler for those two pieces? I think that's an amazing trade. All right, let's not, let's send it. I would I, add it. I would add a third piece, but who cares? Who cares? Let's see if that get, let's see if it gets it done. I don't. I don't think it's even unfair. I think that gets it done. Really? Yeah. Kalenic still has that dynasty name value. Interesting. Let, let's oh, whatever. It. See what happens. See what happens. Don't don't make the best offer first offer. No, for sure no. And then yeah, the other the other league there that you're in third, you need pitching too. And yeah, because the, I think I've Degrom in that league. Yeah, a couple of the the bottom teams have um, guys like Severino, Scooball. Let's look at the bottom bottom team. It's there's your, some there's some pitching available down there. The team that's in sixteenth. We need pitching. There's, so there's Severino. Man, how do you do this to yourself in a dynasty league? What is this guy's just tanking? He has like IL guys everywhere. Yeah, but is like he, this this team is never going to be good. Got Bichette. He's got Bichette. He's got Severino. He's got like eight guys on the active roster on the IL. Are you sure this is not um, Stefania Bell in this dynasty league? I don't know. It could be. I hope they don't listen because I'm just trashing their team. This person, who is this person? It's not, it's not a name. What is Ed that? John. Ed John Dahl. Eh, he could be listening. I don't think it's I don't think it's that bad of a team. He's got Bobby Witt. He's got Bobby Witt, Bo Bichette. He's rebuilding. And then he's got a, and he's and he's tanking for the top draft pick, like keeping all these fucking IL guys in the lineup. All right, so, fine. I was overly critical. I'm sorry, Ed John. So what? Do we, do we want to see Severino from him? I thought yeah. he would be an option. Depends, okay. on, like, if somebody wants to fucking... Severino, like, he's not really a good guy to keep if you're rebuilding. He's only got a, maybe, like, one or two or three good years left, probably. His arm's going to fall off. So who do I have to give up for that? Kopech. I don't know. Or, I should... yeah, or Tyler Miguel, maybe. I don't even think, man, like, I don't even, I think that's sort of like a lateral move for me. Like he's, I'd rather just give up. Like, look at this IL. DeGrom, Glasnow, Mats, Ober, Freddie Peralta, Joe Ryan. A lot of these guys got to come off the IL. You want to hear a trade? Yeah. What's up? Freddie Freeman. Or Freddie Peralta and Gabriel Moreno. Say that again. Freddie Freeman. Yeah. Or Freddie Peralta and Gabriel Moreno. I'd much rather have Freddie Freeman. So would I. That just happened in a league I'm in. I was like, that's not great. It's not egregious, but it just like, I don't know. No, it's not terrible, but it's just not what I would do. Yeah, same. Yeah. Injured pitcher and a catcher. 
Yeah, I'll have to keep Freeman. Yeah, even though Freeman's a little bit older, I guess, but still. Yeah. His his skill set is could age could age a lot better than anyone there. Yeah. And his catcher. So I don't know here. I got Jazz Chisholm on this team. Can you believe it? Yeah, you got Jazz Tatis and Acuna. This team's amazing. And John India. Like I I, I was looking at this. I'm like, man, you and gotta Korea. like and Korea and Alonso. Yeah. We got to trade a middle infielder for and like Degrom. A, I should trade Degrom for a stud pitcher. And isn't Corbin Burns on this team too? Um, no, 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 he's not. My IL is like an all-star team. Degrom, Glasnow, Matt, Freddie Peralta, Tatis, India. I don't even know if Severino does it for me. All right. Then look at the second last team. I think they've got someone. Standings. Oklahoma City 89ers. All right. We need pitching? Scooby. Yeah, I think so. Scooby. Let's get Scoobies. Scooby Doo. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Let's get some Scoobies. But he's again, again, a guy rebuilding probably doesn't want to trade him away, but let's see what we can make. Let's see if we can make him an offer we can't refuse. He should be trading pitching. Next. What mm. bats do you have to move? You got tons of bats. Do I? Yeah, man. They're all hurt. Um, what about Gavin Lux? Yeah, I'd start with Lux. Let's give him Gavin Lux and another bat of some sort. Maybe a prospect. Jose Barrera. You know I can't do that. Dude, you have Tatis, Jazz, India, Morel, Correa. You you have to trade Barrera. Mm, he just he's at such a low value right now. Like I don't want to tra- I don't want to cash him in at this price. All right, Trey Sweeney. Trey Sweeney. Where is he? All right, fine. Is he? Is that? A, am I giving up too much? I don't know. He's a <laughs> he's a top prospect college bat. Yeah, it's, with Gavin Lux for Scubel, like probably before this year, you could probably get Scubel straight up for Lux. Yeah, but look at Scubel. Scubel's on like the uh, insane trajectory. Yeah, he's like on the Olympic team. He struck out. What's that? Seventy-five to twelve strikeout to walk right now. Yeah, he's like super hot. What about um, I don't want to give up any pitching, right? I guess not. No. I got like I got a lot of hitters here that I can probably give up something. What about Brett Beatty? I'd probably do Sweeney over Beatty. What about Aaron Sabato? Sure, offer Sabato. What's my first base situation like? Pete Alonso. Big meat Pete. Okay, let's do that. Locks in Sabato for Scooble. All right. You got to add more. All right. No, I don't add more. All I right. Just, I, I make bad offers and then we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't think that's a bad offer. I think it's decent. Let's look at the next Clearwater Thrashers. They, they're in third last place. Let's see what pitching they have. Maybe Edward Cabrera. Patrick Green. Sand- 
Patrick Sandoval, Hunter Green, and Mackenzie Gore. So they're not going to trade Mackenzie Gore. Yeah, they're not going to trade any of those guys. No. So, All right, fourth last team. That guy, that guy, this team's rebuilding the right way. Fourth last team, Tulsa Oilers. Let's see what they got. They got J-Rod, but we want pitching. This pitching is horrendous. I don't want anything here. Oh, that's pretty bad. Scherzer. How about Scherzer? See if you can get a cheap Scherzer. Really? Okay, you don't want? I don't know. Is he like you're gonna wait a month and then then what? Then he's gonna hurt you healthy. Then you're then you're gonna be stuck with him after this year. I don't I don't want to trade for Scherzer in the Dynasty League. You no matter like isn't there's gotta be a better way to do things. Because right. once once the season's over, like his value is like probably terrible. Right? I don't know. The teams win now. I don't mind having Scherzer on a win now team. Yeah, but like you'll mind it next year. No, that's exactly why I want him. Why? Because the Mets are going to be decent. They're going to spend. He's going to go deep into. Yeah, games. he's going to be like hurt. He's going to be hurt next year. You're going to have to deal with all the injuries, and then he'll be on the IL for like another two months. And then you're never going to trade him. And then like, it's not. Why don't you just get a, a guy that's like almost as good as him? Oh, I just think that people give up on those guys too easy. You'd probably get them cheap. Dylan Cease. Sure, try. Try Dylan Cease. He's got a 1.33 whip. Again, it's tough to get him away from a rebuilding team. I'd rather trade for Scherzer. I'd rather trade for Cease. Really? Yeah. You think I have to, I'd probably have to give up more to get Cease, wouldn't I? Yeah, for sure. That's why I'd rather do Scherzer. And I think he'll be better than him. This year. Yeah, and you're just you're just stuck with a depreciating asset. So, so you're winning. All right, yeah, because I'm not because I'm not giving up this much. So that's fine. It's not like I drafted him. You're right. Okay, let's go. Let's find Chosen. He's probably like fuck Max Scherzer. I don't want Max Scherzer on my team. And you're like, yo, I'll take him off you. All right, let's do this. Fuck. How do I trade? Whereas the guy, the guy who has CC probably like touches himself to Dylan Cease every night. Probably. He's like, look at that mustache. It's so luscious. <laughs> All right. Max Scherzer, let's trade for a hurt player. It's been for me, Dylan. Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. Okay, what am I giving up for, for fucking Max Scherzer? Tyler, Tyler Miguel. No, Tyler McGill is better than Max Scherzer. What? <laughs> Come on, dude. For in a dynasty league, I'd almost like rather have Tyler McGill. Yeah, you're talking some serious fucking nonsense right now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm tired. It's midnight. Fuck. Max Max Scherzer's like a what what do you think he is if we drafted right now? Like like sorry, what do you think if if 2023 was starting right now, like all the health stuff with his hamstrings is behind him, which it won't be behind him because he's old. But say he's healthy coming into spring training. Where where does he is go? Is he drafted next year? Third round? Fourth yeah. round? Third round, probably. If he's healthy heading into next year, but not by me. Well, like, yeah. but Okay, what? Can I, is Christian Javier going to do it for him? You'd rather give up Javier over um, Miko? Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not attacking that decision. I'm just curious because I don't know how I put them. Yeah, like, I'd rather give up Javier than Miguel. Okay. 
then yeah, I'd do like Javier and uh, some sort of hitting prospect. All right, what do we got here? Sabato? Yeah, do better than Sabato. Who's Drew Romo? Did you add him? Yeah, I added Drew Romo. Drew Romo should not be a free agent. Who'd you drop? I didn't. There were free spots. Okay. Yeah. Um, but like uh, now that we're looking at this, like we can probably drop Sam Hilliard, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I dropped that uh, that Mets guy, Guillaume, too. Okay, fine. That's fine. Um, and, and Christian Franklin's fucked. He he can be dropped. Christian Franklin, the Cubs outfielder. I think he like blew it, ruptured his Achilles or something horrible. I don't even he's, see him. He's oh, buggered. Yeah, but that that's for later. I I'd, I'd offer like Christian Javier and Trey Sweeney for Max Scherzer or Jackson Merrill. Merrill's pretty buzzy. He might he might get it done. Jackson, where is that guy? Merrill actually looks really good. Maybe, maybe. Up too, I think we're giving up too much for Scherzer. What really? are Jihan Bay. Oh, the wife beater. Yeah, you can trade the wife beater. Okay, I don't know what is. I don't know if he actually beat up anyone. I don't know. I don't know anything about him. I, but. I don't know. Allegedly, he did some domestic incident. I don't know. All right, so let's get rid of him. He was Marcelo Zunang. All right, I don't want him on my team. Let's get rid of him. Okay, so is that enough for Scherzer? You can try. Perfect. Smith. He probably wants more, but whatever. It was fun. I wouldn't want more. If I were him, if I was fucking sitting in 14th place with Max Scherzer on the IL, it's probably going to be useless next year. And I'm going to offer him two young MILFs. <laughs> like, I would take that in a second. Yeah. Prime G. I, I don't even want Scherzer, but but we're we're, we're doing it. Nice. Well, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, yeah. Drew Drew Romo has been like an insane prospect riser, and I know that you're like, it's it's a 15 team league, right? And one catcher, so like catchers, whatever. But yeah, I don't know. Rockies catcher. The Rockies might be onto something, man. Their development's taken a turn for the better this last year. And then, uh, yeah, Andy Rodriguez isn't going to be a catcher. Like he's already in the outfield. Did you did you do Fab for surf? Uh, like yeah, but no. It's it runs in one minute. Oh well. Did you do Fab for Sir? Yeah, I did it, but I didn't review it. I guess we can. We'll end off on the podcast just looking at our uh, bids. I don't. I don't. I didn't have too many like uh, strings going on. My team's my team's pretty like decent in that league. My team was good. good. Now it's not good. I don't know what happened to it. I need to. I need to manage my teams better. I'm not good at Fab, Ben. I'm just not good at Fab. You follow these IL? I see. I'm just looking at Twitter. Dave McDonald's tweeting. He's fine. All good. No, really, he's fine. IL. Uh, I guess he's saying that the Red Sox are bullshitting. 
which he's right. And he's got bad back. That was the latest on Ivaldi. Ivaldi was not a complete fade by Dave and Jake. When did they say he was a complete fade? No, no he was no, he wasn't. But no, I, think, I think Jake really liked him. Not to not to make them the two of those guys synonymous with each other, but I think Dave was big or Jake was big on Ivaldi. Dave was so so, but I like Ivaldi. I have a ton of them. I liked him too. Ah, uh, Fabrian. Yeah, it's, it's midnight. I got Jacob Stallings. <laughs> Fabrian's also. So let's look at what I got. You already, you can already see. Yeah. Ah, right, uh, you won Jake Berger. Fuck you. How much did you bid? I won Jake Berger forty-one to thirty-six. Oh, you asshole. I had the 36. <laughs> I paid you back for Oscar <laughs> Oscar Gonzalez. Yeah, is there trading? Let's trade. And then I got <laughs> I got Mitch Keller too. Oh, I got JD Davis. I got Berger and Mitch Keller. I got Mitch, Mitch Keller four bucks uncontested. Oh, I had a five dollar conditional in on Mitch Keller. <laughs> um oh you see you would have you would have beat me by one. Yo, um, yeah. Zach Thompson was already owned in this league. I feel like some players like just grabbed a bunch of players and they haven't like made a lot of moves. Yeah, I feel that way too. But, who got? Who got? I want. I, I put a bid in for Marino. <laughs> oh well, Dicka, my boy, Nick Dicka. He got Marino for two hundred twenty-six dollars with a thirty-seven dollar backup. Holy smokes! That was a huge bid. That's a huge bid for a guy who might not play that much. Yeah, you never know. The upside is kind of worth it. Yeah. That's a massive bid. Oh, man, I got Reed Detmers here. I probably should have dropped him. <laughs> We're just talking about him. I don't know. He's a hard guy to drop, but he's not going to be. It's hard to use him. Yeah. He's on my bench. Who else do you got? You got J.D. Davis for five bucks. So, yeah, you prioritize J.D. Davis over Mitch Keller, which is reasonable. Yeah, it's that sweet, sweet recency bias. He just took Sandoval deep. Fuck him. They only have two lefties this week, but I think he might get more time. Yeah, it's looking like that. Yeah. Lodolo got picked up by Reed, 23-3. Oh, that's a good scoop. I'd bid in on Duran and Berger. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I. I think I. I think I had the forty-two backup. I think I had Duran just like at forty-two, and then Berger at forty-one. Didn't really care which one I got. Hmm. Just needed to get rid of Hira, who's not playing anymore and striking out a ton. Yeah, he looks like shit. Sawinski went for seventy-seven bucks. I bid five. I don't think I bid. I like him. Just because I didn't need that position. Yeah, the backup bid was 20, so eh. fair enough. Are there any early games tomorrow to, like, completely screw everything up as far as lineups and everything goes? That's what I always look at that. Um, Nope. Seven o'clock. Thank goodness. Yeah. 
that's an after work uh, ordeal for me then. Would do you start Victor Reyes with four games? Or Yandy Diaz with three? Victor Reyes. Yandy Diaz might not even play three. Yeah, you're right. Victor Reyes might not even play four. You're right. But do you want to do you want to know what uh, Rudy says? What does Rudy say? Let's see. Victor Reyes is his 207th ranked player. And I bet you Yandy Diaz would be higher. <laughs> Yandy Diaz is 204. But I'm not sure. So he has Victor Reyes playing 2.4 games and also Yandy Diaz playing 2.4 games. So on stuff like this, does he like always follow his system? Like if his system's like says it's one better. Will I follow it? But just yeah, him. Like like oh, I, oh, will I've, he? Heard, I've heard Phil talk about like how he when he first built system, he would always follow system. Right? Like it was like if it was one point ahead, I would always take the best player. But then I think just from listening to the stuff that he's talked about and how he's played, he started to have some like flexibility and malleability to what. Yeah, he's got the robo gut now. Yeah, what the system spits out. Well, he you know he's talked about how he how he's diverged from it before. He talked about uh, drafting Rodon um, in 2021. Yeah, and um, that was um, something that the system didn't agree with, but he went Which off. It- like a big thing that people talk about with like it's the it's margins of error right like and like just the, how the scale on stuff like this i mean you can quantify it with dollars and stuff but how it changes like almost logarithmically like the difference between five like the fifth ranked hitter and the 25th hitter is almost the same as like the 40th hitter and like the 160th hitter you know what i mean yeah, and I don't always go. I don't always go with um, like I, I like I like the Rasball Raider thing, but I don't always adhere to it. I have no idea if what I said actually applies here to what Rudy does, but I'd be curious to know. Morales is 18th rated hitter. I'm giving away that. Who cares? Surprised he's rated so highly. Like still, he loved the system. This system loves morale. Is this for the first half of the week? Yeah. That's well, probably because they have four games, right? Partially. But he is projected for 3.3. Ahead yeah. of Devers, he's projected at 2.8. Oh, I guess, well, that's because Devers has less games. But he is projected higher than Reese Hoskins, who's projected for more games. Hoskins has more games projected, but Morel is projected as a better player. Same with Simeon. Corey Seager, holy shit. So he has Morel's skills plus matchups and ballparks ahead of Simeon. Man, that's crazy. That's eye-opening. Yeah. Wow. Look at Frank Schwindel. Frank Schwindel's at 11. Ahmed Rosario has three games at Coors. All the Cleveland guys are... Highly rated. Right. That makes get, sense. get those Oscar Gonzalez's in you. 
All right, let's end this. All right, sounds good. All right. Any parting words? Nope. Nope. You? All right. Nah, nothing. Let's go to Jay's game. Sure. I just can't do uh, the game that we said we were going to do. All right. Let's figure it out. I'm going on Saturday. Not with you. Oh, all right. Um, I don't know. Tell me a day. And we'll go. Cool. I'm going with Frank in, Oct- in October, I think. Oh, the playoffs. No, I think one of the last games of the season. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Nice. All right. All right. Let me know. Let me know what day works and I can probably get most of them. Cool. Probably have like 90% of them left after June. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, this was fun. Yeah, this was good. Talk soon. All right. See you.